You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care, now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to today's program. We have Erica Krupen from The Scoop Podcast, and she is an entrepreneur with a crazy story. What's up, Erica? Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm I'm very honored and super excited to chat with you today. You're from Michigan with that accent, I'm assuming? I think you have the accent. I'm pretty... Plain and simple, but uh, you sound like my <laughs> friend Liz Fullerton. You guys sound very similar. And Ashley Calfis, you guys have an accent. Are you yeah. from? Are you from Michigan? Yeah, I am from uh, Michigan. So they're from, I believe, Sterling Heights, and then Liz is from Dearborn, which that's all within Dearborn's probably twenty minutes from me, and then Sterling Heights is like forty-five minutes. Okay, well, you, you guys sound uh, very Michigan-like, which uh, yeah. I don't have much uh, Michigan jokes. I'm an Ohio State Buckeye fan. So you guys kind of whooped our butt the last couple of years. Oh, yeah. I mean, every year, really. <laughs> so, <laughs> Well, shout outs to our mutual friend, Andrew Martinez. He has been um, harassing me. So you got to get Eric on your show. You got to get Eric on your show. You got to get Eric on your show. And uh, so he's been very persistent. And uh, here we are. Mr. Producer told me a while back that he had connected with you. So tell me a little bit about that. How I got connected with him. Yeah. And then we'll get into your business. Yeah. So uh, I I have Krupen's Poop and Scoopin is my poop scooping company. And I started a YouTube channel. And a lot of people were telling me that they love listening to my videos. But when they're out working, they can't watch them. So they would like to listen. So I was like, well, I should probably start a podcast. So last year uh, for my birthday, I got podcasting equipment. And it just sat there for months. What kind of equipment so, did you get? So I should have it hooked up to my laptop, but I don't. So I have like this, the road mic. Uh-huh. I got the Zoom thing, my bobber. Yeah. And then some headphones. But nice. I don't know how to ha- I don't know how to hook it up to my laptop to record. Okay. So that's um, why I'm not hooked up right now. Yeah, it's real simple. Um, Mr. Producer could walk you through it. It's it's a piece of cake. Okay, I should probably ask him that. So my Zoom, my interviews can be better quality because I've done four of those and the quality isn't the best, but you know, we're, we're figuring it out. So I was talking to Andrew Martinez about it. I'm like, oh, I love your podcast. Everybody's doing a podcast. There's not a pooper scooper <laughs> podcast right now. And so he would just check in with me, send me a text like, hey, where's your podcast? What's what's going on? And then finally, when he uh, he sent a text and I was like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it today. And I, I did it. Great. I reached out to Mr. Producer. That is, that is absolutely fantastic. So Erica, what got you into the, uh, picking up poop to earn an income business? Cause it sounds like your business is booming because every time I've corresponded with you, you're 
Uh, sounds like you got a lot of customers who want your services. Yeah, it's doing well. So I actually worked in corporate America for 14 years. Is that, well, as a hospital, corporate America, we'll just say it is. So I worked at, at, in a hospital. It's not, it wasn't a bad job. It just wasn't for me. I wasn't a good employee. So what I did, did little you, things. Um, what did you do in the hospital? I was a pharmacy technician. Okay. So I made a lot of IVs and filled people's prescriptions and all that stuff. What does an IV, what does that mean? So, you know, the IVs that go into your arms when you're in the hospital? Yeah, I'm not good with that. I had to get yeah. one one time. I don't like that. They put like a needle in your arm. Yeah. So we would fill those bags. So depending on what type of medication you needed, oh, I wow. would measure that out and dilute it. And then epidurals, there can't be any bubble. So we had to shoot the medication in, turn the bag, pull the air out smack it. And it was a very tedious process. Wow. Now the bags, but, the IVs that are like uh saline, is that what you take to get hydrated? What do you, what are your thoughts on that? Yes. So you have your saline and then you have your dextrose. Those are your bases. Okay. So a lot of the medication will be diluted into either a saline solution or a dextrose. Dextrose is your sugar. Saline is your sodium. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good to know. I, I've been dehydrated lately and, and my friend told me to go to get an IV of saline. He said that would make me feel better. So I don't know. Well, that'll help you retain water or see if you can find a company local that will do something called like a banana bag. That's going to have your potassiums in it, your saline and some other stuff that's going to help with your electrolytes. Okay. I'll look into yeah. that. We got a, a play. We'll get into poop here in a minute, yeah. folks. But um. We have a place down the street called the hydration station and you can go there off the street and get an IV. Yeah. Just, I mean, do your due diligence, make sure that they're using clean needles and look at Ooh. their technique and make sure they're sanitizing. Ooh. Okay. Stuff like <laughs> All right. So back to the hospital, you said you weren't a good employee, 14 years, pick, pick the story back up before I put my foot yeah. in my mouth. <laughs> so I just wasn't the best employee uh, to my standards. Uh, my attendance was kind of crappy. Actually, it was really crappy. I was on probation pretty much the entire time I worked there for, for 14 years. I was the longest running person with on probation that never got terminated. Wow. <laughs> I would get off and then got back on. But then I started just doing other things. Like I was a beer cart chick. I worked in my parents' hot dog car. I sold jewelry. Um, what was it like being the, uh, I'm a, I'm a golfer and I know the beer, the beverage cart ladies have, uh, interesting stories. Did you have any, uh, wild stories that are appropriate for the, uh, friendly, uh, family friendly airways here? Yeah. So, I mean, everybody was wild. Everybody was nice, but a group of, of ladies would call me the BBB, the baddest beer beep. And when I would roll around, because I would go after I worked my midnight shift at the hospital. So I was all jacked up on espresso and I would roll around and they'd be like, the BBB's here. And I'm like, what up, ladies? And it was it was fun and it was local and I was young and I had the energy. Uh, but eventually it got it got to be tough to work all night and then go and drive the beer cart. And I fell asleep while I was driving at one time and drove onto the green. Oh, <laughs> oh man. That's for those of you who don't follow golf. Yeah. That's a big no, no. Oh yeah. Was they it a nice, was it a nice course? So I'm from Inkster and okay. I wouldn't say, I don't know. I don't know if it's a really nice course. Inkster isn't a high end type of area. People call it the ghetto, I guess, but 
for I mean, it seems nice. Everybody seems nice. The 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 green looked nice and plush and green. So okay. to my standards at the time, it seemed like it was a good course. Nice. So how did you get from the BBB to the um, picking up the the poop? I went through like my early 20s and I had separated from the, the guy that I was dating. I just knew that I wasn't wasn't for him. And then I got with another guy because that's just what happens. And his last name happens to be Krupen. Uh, and I've known him ever since I was like five. And the, the running joke was Krupen's pooping scooping between him and his brothers. But they were going to start this. OK, but he didn't actually have the business yet when you met him. No, nobody did it. They all talked about it for years, like for a like two decades that name's kind of destined to be it i i thought that was fictitious i didn't realize that was like legitimate legal government name yeah so how they say it's k-r-u-p-i-n that's the government but we just added a k-r-o-o-p-i-n to roll with right you know poop type yeah rhymes so we were together and my dog was outside going to the bathroom And I was like, I need to leave the hospital. Like, I got to go. I can't do this anymore. I I need to do something different. I looked at him. I said, I'm going to start that poop scooping thing. He said, yeah, when? I said, tomorrow. I'm going to do it tomorrow. Wow. And I I went and got a DBA the next day. I had the name. I also picked out a couple other names just in case somebody had that name already picked out. And I started doing my research immediately and hit the ground running. Wow. So what year was this, Erica? This was uh, 2018. And did you have any business uh, understanding of profit and loss? Like working as an employee for 14 years, did you know how to charge the customer, pay taxes? Like how did you learn all the business side of things? So my dad owned hot dog carts. So I watched him as a kid going through being an entrepreneur, but he did a lot of stuff that wasn't wasn't good. Like he, he just didn't know, like you don't know what you don't know. So right. he struggled with like taxes and keeping organized. So I watched that, but then I also seen the good and all of that. So I took that and put that down on paper from what I remembered. Mm-hmm. And then I also sold jewelry through a multi-level marketing company and people want to rag on MLMs, but they taught me so much valuable information about running a business. I agree. So I, that, I got my start in one in 2000. 11 and did it for like a year. And and definitely you can take a lot of good about marketing and recruiting. I mean, there's a lot of, of, of uh, sketchy things, but there's a lot of for sure good business that you can learn from that. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I learned a ton. And uh, the lady that recruited me originally, I'm, I'm interviewing her tomorrow. We're going to talk about dream board uh, building and setting goals. Oh, wow. Excuse She's my phenomenal. Yeah. That's excuse my phone. Keep second. I, I just turned on do not disturb. I thought I, I had it on. I had to do that too because my phone goes crazy around this time. So how did you pick up your first few customers? Because you told your boyfriend at the time, fiance. Um, Was he? He? Um, we might have just been boyfriend and girlfriend at the time. I'm not sure. So you told we were him, on a, Pardon yeah. me. I'm going to start a business tomorrow. Well, you had no customers. So how, how in the world did you pick up your first customer and such so forth? Well, he was gassed up. Like he's always been my number one fan. Even when I'm, you know, down in the dumps or whatever, he's like, you're, you know, you're great. You're this or that, all all the things. So I was like, okay, well, where do people hang out the most? Facebook. So let me create a Facebook page after I figured out what my colors were going to be kind of um, like kind of a sketchy logo type deal. I I put that together. I think it was on Canva. I might've did that. Created the Facebook page. 
and then just put something out on my personal page. And I'm like, here we go. People are going to be like, Erica, Erica's lost it. <laughs> She's a pharmacy technician, a beer card chick, um, a jeweler. And now, now this girl are scooping dog poop. So I put it out there and somebody from my jewelry business said, Hey, I got two dogs. What do you charge? I said, 20 bucks. I'll scoop it for 20 bucks. <laughs> Did <laughs> you even know the uh, quantity no. of, of turds or poop or whatever you call it? I didn't care at that time. I was just like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to meet. So I met her as the sun was going down. because It was like 630 or so on a Wednesday. I drove out to Belleville, Michigan, chatted with her, and it took me 45, 50 minutes to scoop the yard for that 20 bucks. And wow. I was I was excited. What tool did you have to pick scoop it? I had a child's garden rake that I got from Lowe's and a Shout yellow. Out to Lowe's. Yeah. And a yellow contractor bucket that I lined with a 13 gallon trash bag. Wow. And so that was your first customer, 20 bucks. Did she pay you cash, check, card? How'd you collect that first 20 bucks? I think at the time I was using uh, Square because okay. I had used that in my jewelry business. So I had signed up for a Square account and I might have manually typed in her, her card information at that time. So you, so you got your first 20 bucks. Uh-huh. Uh, where did it go from here? Where, where customer two, three, four? Oh, how how things come up? And was she a repeat customer or was that just a one-time cleanup? Uh, it was a repeat. So every single week I would go out there and for quite a while, because it was a front yard and a backyard, two big Great Danes, that yard would take me 30 minutes to scoop. And I want to say maybe I was charging her, it was $55 a month. That's what I was charging. And I would go out once a week. So it broke down to like $13.75. Wow. It was nothing, like nothing. Yeah, I'm assuming you've you've uh, bumped the prices up a little bit since getting your start. Yeah, there's there's like five or six customers that are still priced at fifty five dollars, and I don't know why I haven't raised them yet. It's emotional. It's emotional because like you get I I did it not with poop but with grass cutting. It's like that was the hardest yeah. thing, and uh, they'll understand if you let them know like, hey. I've had a lot of absorption. I have to absorb all these expenses. My the cost around my business has just increased so much. There's so much to absorb. I have to raise my prices. They'll they'll understand for sure. Yeah, I I need to do that because I did a price increase for the majority of my customers uh, in November, but there's still a handful of them because I do them in like tiers. I sent out twenty or so, waited for the feedback, sent out another. And then November, or December hit and I was like, oh, we're going to get snow. So I can't be like, hey, we're going to get snow. I'm probably going to skip some scoops. And by the way, I'm going to charge you more money. Mm. That's kind of what my thought process was. But I, I I overthink things too much. And that has stopped me from progressing a little bit further than I need to. And that's that's something I got to work on this year. I got to stop that. Well, tell me a little bit more about those early customers than um, how you started you know, pick it up momentum. Uh, Facebook posting and buy, sell trade groups. I had found a scooper, a female scooper. She looked, she was girly like me, right? So uh-huh. I was like, oh, she wears jewelry. She's girly, but she's scooping dog poop. Let me reach out to her. So I sent her a message. And at first she was pretty standoffish, but now we're like best of friends. We talk every day. But I was asking her some questions and she had posted a picture of before and after. 
it was a nasty photo. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people got offended on Facebook when I posted this picture, but I asked her, I said, girl, I don't have any pictures like this. Can I, can I use your picture? Like, would you mind? And she, until I get my own, she's like, yeah, sure. So I joined all these buy, sell trade groups. I wrote like a little caption and I posted it in like 47 groups. Wow. Just did it. I know a mass, mass posted left and went on a jewelry convention. I'm sitting front row. My phone started blowing up. I would like your service. I would like a quote. It was like, I had to leave. I had to walk out of there because my life was getting ready to change. And I had no idea. I had no idea what was happening at that moment. Wow. Well, tell us, Erica, what's your life now like in, in 2023? You know, how many customers do you have? How's the business going? Um, What's your uh, services like? Are you just a, a one woman show or do you have a crew? What, what, what's business like for you uh, today? Oh, that's a lot. All right. Where do I want to start? So right now, I mean, we're a six figure business. It's a low six figure, but we're still six figures. Six figures um, picking up poop, America. Come on. This yeah, is great. And many, many of my people that I know and that there's a lot of us in the industry where a lot of us are six figures. Some are million dollar companies and it's just powered by poop. Uh, powered by hard serving customers. You're, you're, yes, yeah. you're serving people doing what no one, no one, I step in it when I cut grass, but like you're serving people. It's, it's well-deserved. Yeah. Thank you. No, I appreciate it. We are um, right now it's winter time. So things are kind of like slowed down a little bit. So I'm hovering around that like 150 customer per week. It's me and one other girl. She's pretty much part-time or full-time. I'm somewhat part-time. I. Uh, my wrist, I have tendonitis in my wrist and my elbows right now. And so I need to pull out of the field so I can mm-hmm. rest. So I am going to have to hire somebody else because it's a, even though it's poop scooping, or it, it might not seem like it's hard work. It is very hard on the body. Very hard with the wrist and the shoulders and holding, um, holding up the waist can be really heavy. So that today I, I was pretty down pretty down. I was talking to the community. I had reached out and I said, I need some words of encouragement. You guys, like I'm, I'm upset because my, I feel like my body's breaking down right now. Wow. You know, I want, I want to work, but my, my hand hurts really bad. What kind so, of, go oh, keep going, keep going. Oh, you go, you go. No, you go. You're on I lost roll. my train of thought. Your wrist hurts the part-time full-time employee. Mm-hmm. You're pulling out yes. of the field because of the injury. Yeah, that's really that's really scary for me because when you pull out of the field, right? So my profits, obviously, my profits are going to go down. And going into that next phase of having to train somebody again, are they going to work out? It's expensive to hire somebody new, and so I need to get all of that kind of stuff in order, like my standard operating procedures, how to train all, and and find the right person. Cause I don't want to just hire anybody. I do want to hire the right person because I have hired not the right people prior. And that was stressful, really stressful. What's it like as a small business owner? Cause I can see the buoyancy of your passion for being an entrepreneur and, 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 and a small business owner. What's it like now running your own business compared to the days as the pharmacy tech and as the um, jewelry saleswoman and things of that nature. Yeah. What, what's it like now being an entrepreneur? It's, it's a freaking roller coaster. <laughs> like, <laughs> like 
early, like earlier today, I was in my fields. I was down in the dumps. I was thinking like, I got to, I got to shut this business down. I got to figure something else out. I can't do this anymore. Literally that those were my thoughts. Wow. And I was talking, talking to, um, Randy Dolan from Dolan Cut and Trim. He's a buddy of mine. He's in the landscaping community. And he was like, go to the, go to the gym, like go to the gym. You need to go to the gym right now. And I was like, funniest story. I actually canceled my gym appointment, my personal trainer. I'm sitting on my couch eating wax, waxy uh, covered pretzels right now, chocolate covered pretzels, feeling sorry for myself. And he, so I went to the gym, turned it around, did my hair because I knew, you know, I knew we were doing this. And now I'm feeling much better. I feel like I don't have the, the cloud over top of me right now. I'm optimistic. So now I'm able to come up with a plan and figure out what the next steps are going to be. And that's what I love about this business is I'm able to figure other stuff out. When I worked at the hospital, I was just told what to do. This is what you got to do. This is how you got to do it. And it just, it wasn't exciting for me. So I literally half butt everything there. Like, obviously I made sure that medications were done. Everybody was safe, but I wasn't going above and beyond. I wasn't doing anything extra. Right. So what's um, the biggest lesson, Erica, that you've learned since starting this business as a, as a businesswoman? Like, w- what is that thing that you're like, wow, I, I learned this. Well, I know you got observation of the hot dog business, family business, but like, this is your own deal. What, what did happen that you're like, okay, I learned this lesson the hard way. Um, wow. I, There hasn't, uh, this is going to, I don't know if this is going to sound not true, but there hasn't been a lot of like super tough times yet. Even when the pandemic happened, my business flourished. I was quite worried about it. I had went and got a a pizza delivering job because I I quit my hospital job December of 2019 right? Oh, wow. So then we had three months and the world shut down. I said, I just made the biggest mistake of my life. Oh my gosh. And I went and got the pizza delivery job and my business didn't slow down. So I was able to quit. Um, So it's just, just keep doing more of what I'm doing. And I need to be more like more confident in myself because that was something I really struggled with was confidence. Um, It's something I've always, I've always struggled with. And I remember reaching out to other people in the industry and asking them for their advice on even my, like my logo, because I wasn't, is this okay? Should I do this? And I had to have a pep talk. I'm like, Erica, you're a business owner. You can make confident decisions. You can do this. You don't have to lean on to other people. But because I was so used to uh, corporate America and always having to ask permission, that would, that, that had to be my hardest transition of you make this decision right now. And either way, you're going to deal with the consequences, if it's good or if it's bad. How did you get connected with our uh, mutual friend, Andrew Martinez down in Texas? Uh, I feel like everything happens because I feel like I'm going to have a mental breakdown. I was really upset one day because I'm emotional about my routing. My routing was terrible. I was working like a a 13 hour shift to do like barely any houses. And I looked on YouTube and I was like, route, route density or how to better route. Then Brian Fullerton's video popped up. Wow. So I pulled, I pulled my truck over. I'm ugly crying. I'm like watching this video and all of a sudden it just clicked. It just, I don't know something just clicked. So I started watching his content. 
I started commenting on his videos. Then I reached out and I said, hey, uh, can we do a coaching call? I talked to him. Then I found out he was doing LAL, went to the event, then started talking to people in the landscaping community because there's not a lot of pooper scooper stuff going on right now, like no content, really. There's me and one other person doing content. And then I believe Andrew Martinez came across my YouTube channel because Randy from Dolan Cut and Trim was like, hey, you should do a YouTube channel. So I said, okay. So I started my own and that's how Andrew found me. So then him and I, we, we should chat all the time and he's been helping me with the podcast and I've been helping him with some social media stuff. That is fantastic. Uh, what's your social media? Give, give us some social media tips. Um, video. Uh, video is the best. Just hop on. And if you don't necessarily like the way that you look on camera, make sure that you have like the light in front of your face. Don't have the light behind you because it's going to show like, you know, the wrinkles and stuff. Um, so do that. And when you do your video, try to edit out any of the, the dull stuff, mm -hmm. just, you know, keep it quick and peppy and just put it out there because the stuff that you think that's going to do well, like things that I think that's a banger uh, flops. <laughs> I posted a, a video about a porter potty over on its side, 6,000 views. It's crazy. You know? That that's that's funny. I I I know what it's like to put out a video you think's gonna pop off and it flops, and then you put something dumb, and then it gets all these views. It's like what the world. So yeah, I posted a video on TikTok talking about a situation with me and my husband, thinking nobody would see it. It's got a hundred and eighty six thousand views. Hey guys, Paul here, and I want to tell you about an exciting event happening here in Atlanta called Synced Live. The dates for the event are February 6th through 7th, 2023. That's a Monday and a Tuesday. It's going to start on Monday afternoon at 3 p.m. and then be all day Tuesday. I'm going to be there. Really looking forward to this expo. It's going to have 70 plus innovative products and services. There's going to be a drink reception on that Monday night, February 6th. And then on Tuesday, February 7th, guys, at Sync Live, there's going to be demonstrations educational sessions, and plenty of industry inspiration. Now, you can get your all-access pass to Expo and all the education sessions for only $99. This is the only event shaping the future by connecting all aspects of the landscape industry into one event. And it's in my city, Atlanta, Georgia, right across the street from our baseball stadium where the Braves play. So we want the next generation of landscape owners and decision makers to be there. I'm going to be there. Hopefully, you will be as well. To register, all you got to do is click on the link in today's show notes. We hope to see you in Atlanta this February. Hey, you. Yeah, you. You're out there in the field mowing lawns, making money, working hard. But for every dollar you make, you're worried. Worried that you spend too much. Worried that you won't make payroll or worried you'll generate a big financial mistake. Simply put, you don't know your numbers. You're not alone. The Landscaping Bookkeeper has helped dozens of eager lawn care owners organize their numbers, learn the language of business, and build a solid financial foundation. Start your journey from simply earning money to creating a long-lasting source of income today by scheduling a free 15-minute phone call at thelandscapingbookkeeper.com. Ever wish you could monitor your vehicles, drivers, and equipment in live time to improve routes, enhance job site planning, and save your business money? Well, with GPS Track It, your wish is our command. 
When you integrate GPS Track It with your company vehicles, you get a 24-7 view of your vehicles, so you operate at crazy levels of efficiency. It's money-saving, peace of mind lawn and landscaping companies deserve. Ever wish every day was Donut Friday? Us too, but we can't help with that. Talk with one of our fleet advisors. No pressure, no hassle. Call 1-844-996-2518 or visit gpstrackit.com slash Paul to learn more. GPS Track It. And the comments were ripping me apart. They're like, wow. you're the devil. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, well, that's how it goes viral. The comments, like, I think there's two things that I've noticed, Erica, is the engagement in the comments. So yeah. you, you get them riled up about something. You usually have to poke something to get, get, get comments going. That usually helps the video go viral. And then the, the watch time retention, if they watch all the way till the end, then it's usually, I like TikTok has a graph I like to look at and it will show you, they started watching it's a hundred percent and then it starts going down. Yeah. And if at the end of the video, if I have a video with over 25%, like at the end of the video, there's still 25% people watching TikTok usually promotes it. Those, those ones usually do well. That's something I'm not really the best at is I'm not like a super data driven person. Um, and I, that's, I need to pay attention to that type of stuff more. Cause even with my QuickBooks, I just had a, a conversation with my accountant and he said, Hey, you haven't balanced your books. I said, uh, no, no. Yes, I have. I've been doing my books all year. You, I literally said to this man, you should refresh on your end. No, I have been putting all of my stuff into QuickBooks, but I didn't know that you need to reconcile at the end of every month. So you know what I did uh, two nights ago until 2.45 in the morning? I was reconciling my butt off. Oh, man. Eyes are bloodshot. It was terrible. Shout outs to my bookkeepers, Megan and Joey, man. They do all that <laughs> for me. That stuff, that would stress me out. They, they, I think that was another reason of why I was so stressed out because I felt I felt dumb, you know. I I'm over here like, oh, I I balance my books. I feel like I have it all together, and then it just made me realize that I I still have a lot of work that I need to to do and and learn. And why didn't anybody over the last four years tell me to reconcile my QuickBooks? Wow, that's a good point. I I hired out that years ago to um their their names are Megan and Joey. They're down in Pensacola, mm -hmm. Florida, and they take care of all my books so that whew, that's good yeah they do all that not that's i'm not, gonna have um i will be having their staff do my bookkeeping now because i just i don't want to do it anymore yeah well they're a small operation it might be them doing it they, it's megan and joey and i think they got a couple other employees but they're just a really small little it's mom good. pop uh operation down in pensacola florida and they take care of my books and several other businesses but um, the other thing they do, Erica, is like once a month we get on a meeting and they'll go over yeah. my profit and loss statement with me and, and we'll really kind of dive into that. So that's super important um, or it's helped me over the years to see things, how I can be more profitable and things of that nature. Yeah, and having that coaching is really important. And I think when people are starting their business too, and I made a video on this, <clears throat> taking thinking about all of the things that you possibly might need in your business and want. Because yes, you have your needs, right? For mm -hmm. business. You need to have your insurances, you gotta pay for gas, that. But it's nice to be able to have the extras to pay for an accountant, to pay for a bookkeeper, to be able to have the awesome CRM, the luxury. So you can make being a business owner 
a more pleasurable experience. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't know about you, but if it's not fun for me, I don't like, I don't want to do it no more. What CRM do you use? Jobber. Oh, shout outs. I got my little jobber t-shirt on today. Oh, I should be having mine. I'm also in well, uh, is it ambassador or affiliate? I, I mess up my terminology. Um, ambassador, I think is the ambassador program. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> And by the way, this is, I ha, I've been getting over to flu. So this is my pajamas. I'm wearing uh, my sweatpants, my jobber t-shirt. I, I, uh, That's funny. <laughs> I have on, I got sweatpants on too. <laughs> oh man. I, uh, a- anyway, I got the jobber t-shirt on, but. Uh, it's a good one. Yeah. I did an unboxing video for uh, the stuff that they sent. I was really gassed up. I love that. Yeah. Okay. By the way, we have nine minutes and 59 seconds left. I, I'm on the ghetto Zoom where it only gives me 40 minutes. Does it have a little timer on your end where it says nine minutes yeah. and 49 seconds? It's, it's counting down. It's so embarrassing. This is my third podcast today. I interviewed Jay Jacobs and um, Jeremiah Jennings. And Jeremiah's like, man, you need to pay 15 bucks a month and get the get the Zoom subscription. Yeah, so. yeah you do. I, I even pay for that. Okay, well, I see. Here's my problem, Erica. I went last year. I just spent a whole bunch of money on yeah. Zoom, and I also had another one called Streamyard. And I, we, I got to the end of the year, and I'm looking like, man, I made a lot of money, revenue, but go? I spent a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So it, it's all these little fifteen dollar here. And so what I did is I overreacted, and I just went through all my subscriptions and canceled everything, and like, I, I, I went overboard. So now I got to kind of balance myself back in the middle and be like, okay, maybe, maybe 15 bucks a month for zoom is acceptable. But anyway, back to, I did, go ahead. I did the same thing and I canceled the the household. It's called manscape. That's like the razors and stuff for all the guys in the house. Cause I have a household full of guys, like four of them. And they're like, great. Now we're all just going to be hairy. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'll reactivate it. Sorry, you guys. <laughs> That's that's a good sponsor. We you got to get one. Uh, we got to get them sponsoring your show. Podcast. I think it would probably be better for you though. Yeah, but a, 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 a woman, uh, you you could price up. Well, anyway, let's talk about Jobber. Um, okay, yeah. Jobber Summit. It's coming up March first, and uh, it's a free virtual event. So um, they're going to have trainings all day long. Alex Rodriguez, the baseball player, Luke Hansen from Company Cam. Um, I'm actually going to be interviewing him, so I'm pumped up for that. <laughs> That's fun. cool. I'm going to have somebody on from Jobber. I'm doing an interview with them uh, next month. Sweet. Yeah. Well, we'll be... You didn't mention the ladies from the home edit. Yeah. Now tell me, I, I, I'm not a big Netflix guy. So they're, they're like, I was interviewing Jobber and like so-and-so, so-and-so. And I'm like, I don't have a clue who that is, but I'm like, oh, great. You know, so who are these yeah. ladies? Apparently they're so a big are, deal. They are. They go into people's houses, normal people, like regular Joes, and then the like Chloe Kardashian, they go in and they organize people's area and they do it in a form of like, uh, if there's books, they do a rainbow. Oh, so wow. it's very aesthetically pleasing to the eye. Everything has its little containers. I did my own version of the home edit here after watching it. Josh is like, don't buy any more bins. I'm like, everything needs to be in a bin. You need to get into a bin. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, that's that's interesting. I got to declutter my place. So I'll, I'll... I purge. I purge often. I, I'm i very high anxiety, so I have to get rid of clutter because clutter just it doesn't do well for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. Uh, well, I'll, I'll be watching um, 
the Jobber Summit. So I'll, hopefully I'll learn all I'll try to, to pop into their, um, their session and, and learn, learn from them. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. How has the actual CRM helped your business? Because when you started, it sounded like you just had Square in your memory. Yeah. Oh, so I had uh, Square and then I had a Google Doc and I okay. worked off of that for my first hundred customers. But as you know, your memory fails you. And I would be up so late thinking like, did I did I schedule this person? And did I route them into this other routing app? So everything was kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I started using another CRM, a free one. I won't mention the name. And I just, it wasn't bad, but I didn't love it. And then Keith Kalfas, I watched one of Keith Kalfas's videos and I signed up for the free trial. And I was like, I can't afford to pay this right now. But I said, Erica, you cannot afford to do it because you're, you're like, you're stressed out right now. So mm-hmm. I got their lower package and then worked my way up to be able to afford their bigger package. And everything's so streamlined, looks very professional. Uh, everybody loves the text messages that we send on the way. And, um, they, they, tr- like they trust us because everything just looks good. It has a professional touch for sure. Yeah. I mm-hmm. recently hired somebody for some consulting for something and they sent me a PayPal invoice and I just like, it was 250 bucks. I mean, that's a lot of money. Yeah. But it was like, it just seemed kind of like amateur. Cause it was like PayPal is like, I don't know. So when you run a business and you send your customer and it's got the job or letterhead and like it just looks like a bigger than it makes your business seem like bigger than it actually is. And I think that builds credibility with the customer when they're like, Oh, this, this is a real business. You know what I mean? And I, I'm not like anti PayPal. It was just like, it, I don't know. It, psychologically it messed with me. I'm like, I'm paying this person 250 bucks and they don't even have like a way to invoice me. So anyway. Yeah. And there's like different ways too. So when you said we look way more professional and larger than we are, that's come to bite me in the butt. Cause people are like, what do you mean? You don't work on the weekends. You're a huge company. I said, Oh no, I may look that way. Cause we're very professional, but it's just me and two other scoopers or, yeah. you know, just me this week. So, yeah. um, we, yeah, we do look very professional and with the billing too, I was chasing down checks. People put money in the, the grill that was never in the grill. Yep. I had one guy <laughs> holler, you know, out of the window. He goes, Hey, why'd you quit coming to my house? And I looked at him cause I was scooping across the street. I said, cause you don't pay your bills. That's why. He shut that window <laughs> and like, is it in the grill this time? So that, that kind of stuff has really helped me stay organized and stay on top of it and not have a running balance at the end of the year. You, you connected with our community over route density. How, has that improved for you? Oh yeah. I'm, I'm within like a five to seven mile radius of my house. Nice. All of our all of our houses. So if I need to come home and have a snack or go to the bathroom, I just shoot back home and for the most part, all of the houses are within, I don't know, three, four minutes of each other. That is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, Erica, tell everyone how they can connect with your YouTube channel, with your podcast, with your social media. What's your handles and, and how can people connect with you? All right. So I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. I'm on YouTube. I'm all over the place on Krupen's Poopin' Scoopin'. And then that's my YouTube channel. And then the Scoop podcast is on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Audible. And then I want to say that TikTok has like Krupen's Poopin' Scoopin' slash the Scoop podcast because I'm going through a brand identity crisis right now. I'm not really too sure what to do with that. With the Scoop 
podcast and with well, Krupa. Go ahead. Well, it's because like, I want to talk about business related stuff, but I don't, I didn't want to do that on my business page. Right. Cause I don't want right. to be moaning and groaning about people not paying their bill to my customers. Yeah. So I was trying to figure out how to separate that. And that's what the scoop is for me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I eventually will carry the scoop over and that will be more of the brand. Mm-hmm. And then Krupen's poop and scoop in will be, it's my business. Well, it's my baby. It's yeah. You know, yeah, so that, that's where I'm at all over social media. You can type in my name, the business name or the scoop. I'm all over the Internet. Surprisingly, I have lots of pages. That's great. Well, yeah, it's all good right now. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot to manage my uh, I have a coach who helps me with social media and he's like, create, don't consume. That's what he's always telling me, like, create, yeah. con- don't consume. Like, it's OK to get on social media and post something that's value, you know, valuable or entertaining or whatever. But once you start scrolling as a business owner, it's like we could be spending that time doing marketing or something productive or catching up on something. It's like the, the responsibility that we have is so much more than, you know, the 14 years as in the hospital. And yeah. like, whoo-wee, yeah, and I, a was, lot. I was just listening to your last podcast where you were talking about that, about trying not to consume. And once you hop on, that's it. You know, it's 45 an hour, an hour later that like left you. TikTok's the worst, man. That we're down to a minute 27, Erica. So okay. I don't want to cut you off. I'm, I'm so sorry, guys. Jer- Jay Jacobs and, and uh, Jeremiah and, and Eric, I, I think after today, I'm going to I'm going to splurge the 15 bucks. I, I'm fr- I'm frugal, Erica. Somebody start you a GoFundMe so you can get it. <laughs> We, yeah, we need uh, Manscaped <laughs> to sponsor us or something. There you go. Well, hey, it's great to connect with you. I know it's embarrassing. I got, for those of you who Zoom, you know what I mean? They 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 make you, they suck you into paying 15 bucks a month. Because I, I used to use Zoom back before COVID and, and it was like unlimited for everybody. But anyway, um, thanks for joining us. And guys, go follow Erica, all her channels, her podcasts, show her a bunch of love and support. And thank you for your time, Erica. Ah, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Cool. Well, we'll be in touch on the social media. Yeah, for sure. And take care. And I hope to, you know, whoever's watching this and listening, we chat soon. Okay. All right. Thank you for your time. Sorry. We're about to get cut off. See ya. Well, guys, that was awesome opportunity to get to chat with Erica and hear her entrepreneurial story. Thanks again, Andrew Martinez for setting that one up and Mr. Producer as well. I wanted to reemphasize what Erica shared about the jobber CRM. I know she capitalized on that free trial and they are offering our green industry podcast listeners free 14 days where you can try out all the features of jobber and determine if it's a good fit for your business. And I think it is a good fit, but if you want to make that decision by actually feeling and and I guess not tasting, but by looking at it and actually saying, oh, this is how I get their card on file. Oh, this is how I import my customer's information. Oh, this is how I can set up, as Erica mentioned, text when we're on the way to the customer's house and the various communications. I mean, honestly, there's bells and whistles to Jobber that I still haven't figured out because I just don't need those features, but there's a lot of capabilities within the CRM. For me, I'm just a a very simple, I I just need to store my customer's information. And then when it's time to send an invoice, literally guys, literally, this is not an exaggeration, literally while I've been uh, on the phone with Eric recording this podcast, I got the, the notification that I had a payment come through from a client. So it's, it's nice to be able to send out invoices and then my customers can just pay me directly through Jobber. I've literally been using it since summer 2019 and done a 
thankfully, a boatload of transactions. But um, anyway, f- find out for yourself if you like it or not by just doing the free 14-day trial. The link is in today's show notes, or you could go to getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Well, thanks for listening to today's show. Uh, make sure you guys show Erica a bunch of love and support and go follow her and uh, encourage her on her journey. I know she said in this morning um, she was down in the dumps and feeling overwhelmed. And so just as the community, shoot her a message or, or, or uh, you know, give, give her some kind of uh, comment on her post and just say, hey, hang in there and, and just encourage her um, to, to persevere and, and to keep uh, going I know that roller coaster. One one minute you're overwhelmed, the next minute you're in ecstasy as a as a business owner. But what we have is an incredible community, and I love when there's people from who might not be in the lawn care landscaping community, but they're in the fence industry, like Dan Wheeler. They're in the poop and scooping, like Erica. Um, that we just show that love and support to them. So you y'all know what to do. Go 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 shower her with um, encouragement and love. So thanks for listening, and hope to catch you on the next episode. The Know Your Numbers training program is the shortcut to financial freedom that I wish I had. You see, success requires more than us just working in our business. We must learn how to work on our business. And in the Know Your Numbers training program, you'll learn how to stop burning cash so you can learn to make all your services truly profitable. You can bid with total confidence that each job you sell mean more profit in your pocket as you build long-term wealth. Because we're going to teach you how to start paying yourself as the owner of the business the right way. You can grow a healthy business as we identify and track your cash flow for continuing success so you can stop losing sleep over financial details as you gain the skills to delegate the tough number crunching activities as a lawn care business owner. And never chase those unpaid invoices again. We'll teach you how to streamline your billing into a hands-free process. So we will cover all of this and so much more as John Pajak and I are the teachers in this e-training program. It's called Know Your Numbers. It's available at our resource center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.